Well, good morning, everybody. I'm thankful you've joined me for this uh, devotion. We're in Genesis 24 today, so go ahead and be opening your Bible there. Um, I hope you've already downloaded your own copy of the reading plan from our website. While you're turning to Genesis 24, I also want to remind you that on campus this Sunday, not online, but on campus in our two worship services, Brother Billy Judge is going to be preaching. He is planning Steel City Church, a new church in Pittsburgh, and we are partnering with him, praying for him, encouraging him, uh, sending volunteers, uh, money. Um, so really excited about Billy sharing with us uh, what's happening at Steel City Church and also preaching God's Word this Sunday. Uh, online, I believe it's the following week, the 14th, you'll be able to see his sermon on our YouTube channel and so on. And so if, if you're not in Rock Hill and watch us online, you're wondering, well, what, what are we going to see online on, on this Sunday? Well, you're going to online see the sermon that I'm actually going to preach on campus the, the 14th, I think it is. So basically think of us as flip-flopping or something. You'll get a, you'll get a sermon from me online uh, this Sunday and then Billy online on the 14th. But anyway, just want to give you a heads up on that. Um, Genesis 24 is the story of Abraham sending his uh, primary uh, steward, the servant of his that oversaw all of his business affairs, his household, if you will, back to uh, Haran, where he had moved from when he when he moved to, to Canaan, to the Promised Land. And uh, this servant was charged with finding a bride for his son, Isaac. And that wasn't unusual in that day and time because most marriages were arranged. And it's the beautiful story of this servant finding Rebecca, who was a very beautiful woman. Uh, when you read the story, you get a sense that she also had a, a kind heart because she not only offered this servant water at the well after his long journey, she drew water and, and cared for his camels and so on. So she, she's a very beautiful woman. She's a, a kind woman. And um, so she journeys from her homeland to Canaan, just as Abraham had done decades before. And the story picks up in verse 63 of chapter 24. So if you have your Bible, look there. Um, it says in verse 63, Isaac went out to meditate in the field toward evening. And he lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, camels were coming. Rebekah, she was riding those camels. Rebekah lifted up her eyes. And when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from the camel. And she said to the servant, and this is in verse 65, who is that man walking in the field to meet us? And the servant said, he is my master. In other words, it's Isaac. Then she took her veil and covered herself uh, because it was common they would do that and only remove the veil uh, on the wedding night when they consummated the marriage. And uh, the servant in verse 66 told Isaac all the things that he had done, what he had done and how he you know, met Rebecca, the, the negotiation with her family and so on. Then in verse 67, then Isaac brought her, brought Rebecca into his mother Sarah's tent and he took Rebecca and she became his wife and he loved her. I love that phrase. He loved her. Um, I've always enjoyed this brief story of Isaac going out into the field, walking, meditating, and he looks up and he sees this caravan coming, these camels and so on. And then Rebecca's riding the camel and she's looking ahead and she sees this man walking and they see each other for the first time and they meet and they marry. And it says he loved her. You, you don't always find that 
statement. He loved her in the stories of these arranged marriages in, in, in ancient times and in, in the Old Testament. But it, but it is here. And I think these two young people did love each other. I think they, even though it was an arranged marriage, they grew to love each other very, very much. Now, unfortunately, we know that in the years to come, as you read the rest of Genesis, their marriage, you know, kind of um, went south. Um, and they played favorite with their kids, and there were all kinds of, of uh, issues. But they started out so well. They loved each other. And, 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 and to me, this scene of the two of them meeting that evening in the field is so romantic, and they grew to love each other. So the question I thought about as I read that story, and also knowing the rest of Genesis, the rest of the story, how their, their marriage in time, because of things they did, deteriorated. Um, how do we keep our marriages from going south? You know, we meet that young woman, that young man we've fallen in love. How do we keep love alive, so to speak? What do we what what do we do? Well, there's a lot of things, but one thing, just one thing from this text, and and I I think it I think there's a there's a clue in verse 63 when it says that Isaac lifted up his eyes and he saw her, and she lifted up his eyes and she saw him. As the years go by, it is absolutely essential that husbands and wives continue seeing each other, looking at each other. Um, it is so easy in the chaos of life with all the demands of life as the years pass. You, get, you, know, you have your career, you have children, you have responsibilities. Life gets busy and we get distracted and it's so easy for us to really stop looking at each other and start looking at everything else. And then when we do look at each other, it's just because we're frustrated about something or we have to deal with something or fix something. And I think it's really important that we're intentional about looking and seeing the person that we love. We did love while we loved them, and see the good that is that is there and not focus on the negative because I think a lot of couples as time passes they begin focusing on everything in life except their marriage they focus on the negative things when it comes to their spouse the frustrations and um, I think we have to choose to see the good and the beauty and the love when I think about my own marriage my own wife Monisa uh, beautiful woman but one of the things beside her physical beauty that attracted me in the beginning was her heart. She had a beautiful heart, and she still does. And every now and then when, when uh, we get frustrated with one another, I have to be careful, she has to be careful, that we don't focus in on just the frustration, that we look beyond and we look deeper and we see the good that's there. So I remind myself uh, when I get frustrated once in a while to see that heart that is in her. Uh, because that heart of hers that is so good is so much bigger, so much bigger than anything that ever frustrates me. But if I allow myself just to stare all day at the frustrations, guess what? They take over, and that's what destroys marriages. So this this simple love story of how Isaac and Rebecca met, and they lifted up their eyes, and they looked at each other, they saw each other, is my encouragement to all of us who are married that we keep looking at our spouse, not just the negative or the frustration, but we see the beauty, and we see the good, and we focus on that. And if we do that, we'll probably deal with the frustrations better. Because when we frustrate, when we, when we focus on and we stare at the frustrations, all we do is empower the frustrations. They get bigger and they get worse. And after a while, they take over. 
So look beyond, see the beauty, see the love, see the good, and your marriage will be a whole lot healthier because of it. Hey, God bless you and uh, I'll see you tomorrow.